source for all that is fitness, Ontario Muscle. Subscribe. Hey everybody, Jeff here from Ontario Muscle again, bringing you another edition of Ontario Muscle Radio, where we bring local Ontario brands and athletes to you. And we're super pleased tonight to have our special guest, as you would know on Instagram, as Classic Clazy, whose actual name is Brandon Clays. Welcome, Brandon. Thanks so much, man, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you must be having a nice week this week. You're kind of off the, the show. The prep is over. You're kind of living life. Um, how are things going lately? Oh, it's great. I'm, uh, I'm eating all the food I was dreaming about for the last 20 weeks. Uh, probably a little more than I should be, but uh, we're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> Back to work now, back in the gym, and uh, trying to semi-clean things up a bit. Well, you know, you deserve the time for the prep that you put in. Uh, but before we get started talking about your bodybuilding career and your competition plans and your training, let's go back. People like to know sort of where everyone comes from. So why don't you tell us a little bit about where you came from, where you grew up, what kind of what kind of kid you were, uh, where'd you go to school, you know, were you, were you a pain in the butt, or were you, were you a good, good, good kid? Did you listen to your, your folks and that kind of stuff? Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm originally just outside of Windsor, a small town called Tilbury. Um, super, super small. There's about 4,000 people there. Um, school life, I was the athlete, played soccer, volleyball, basketball, um, did martial arts, bowling, like a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I was decent growing up. I didn't get into too much trouble, but uh, um, too much trouble that I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Just played sports, um, small town, county boy. That's about it. Ah, so you're all around well-rounded athlete. So did your passion for physique building and things like that start back then? Or is that something that evolved later in life? Um, it kind of started back in high school, um, like grade 11, grade 12, I got into, you know, the gym a little bit working out and then. I lost it in college, the party days, you know, and uh, getting into the drinking, the drugs, all that sort of stuff. And then kind of got out of that. And then um, just about uh, it's coming up on three years, I, I kind of got back into the gym, kind of got some traction and uh, really like got serious about it uh, to be where I'm at now. Okay. So yeah. after high school, you went right into college? Yep. Yeah. I took a year off and worked and tried to figure out what I wanted to do. I changed my mind like quite a few times, but uh, finally settled on HVAC and uh, haven't looked back since. Man. And you know what? That's a, a good career path. Like, you know, I don't have to say anything about young kids today, but nobody wants to get their hands dirty anymore. And if you're willing to work a trade, the money's there to be made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the money's great. I mean, if you're okay with heights and, you know, small spaces and stuff like that, like as long as you don't get phased too easily, it's uh, the money's definitely there. As long as you can handle a fight with the electricians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, rem I remember you posting a picture showing that you asked, you asked an electrician to leave you a certain amount of wiring and they left you like this much to connect in, in between a house and a fence. So, Oh, yeah, that's, to... that's a weekly occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when uh, I remember a while back when you were working away, you were, were regaling us all with these uh, Insta stories of this wonderful apprentice that you had. You might have to be more specific. I had a few wonderful <laughs> apprentices. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I, there was never any names, so you're pretty good about that. But uh, yeah. it was it was fun. So did they, they all made it. Um, you know what? Most of them don't actually. Uh, it's oh. like probably about uh, one in five, one in ten actually make it in the trade. 
Really? We, we got a few good ones right now. I, I got a good guy with me right now, so can't complain. Yeah, didn't you have one guy beat up your truck? Um, I don't remember you showing him oh, an accident. Yeah. Yeah, he's still around, actually. Yeah, no, he hit a, a landscaping boulder with my truck and, like, completely broke the tire rod off. And this was uh, oh, this was like a <laughs> Thursday night. I, w- nice. I had him driving home so I could eat my proats on the way back to the shop. And right. uh, he, like, just pulled over to answer a phone call and pulled over a little too far. <laughs> nice. Always a good thing at the end of the day. So yeah. when you were in college, is that when you got back more serious into the gym? No, it's actually uh, quite a bit after. Um, so I was out of college for probably uh, three, four years. And then uh, I started getting back into the gym after that. Okay. So yeah. when you first started to train, you know, what was the goal? Was it just simply to look better to, I mean, you've, you competed now on the national, you know, sort of stage and pretty much, you know, the, the Niagara Falls Pro-Am. Um, was that kind of where you were headed or are you just kind of lifting for something to do? Uh, so in the beginning, I had no plans of competing whatsoever. Um, I was kind of, uh, just getting shredded up. My sister had her wedding in Mexico. I wanted to look good for it. Um, kind of after that, I kind of caught the bug for it and, uh, you know, kept getting, uh, okay, maybe I, I will get a little bit bigger, you know, we'll get a little right. bit bigger. I remember, uh, back when I started, I was like, yeah, you know, I'll be good if I hit like a hundred and 190 pounds, I'd be good with that. And, we're, uh, we're long past that. What did you top out in last off season? Do you remember? Uh, 230. I was a, a fluffy 230. <laughs> okay. And you're six, six, one, right? Um, I'm about five eleven. Okay. So you and I are about the same. I remember we had this conversation a little while ago. Um, so you started to work out, you did it on your own. What was your training style? Were you kind of let's go balls to the wall. Let's, you know, do our six to eights or let's do our hypertrophy 12 to 15, you know, let's hurt ourselves in PR every day. What kind of training were you into? Um, I was never like like uh, too much into like the super like PR, you know, like go hard. Um, for the most part, I was like the eight to twelve, you know, typical mm-hmm. bro split. Um, later on, I did get into you know more of like the the Dorian Yates style training. Uh, you know, doing the two warm up sets, and then you have your you know two work and a failure sets. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of all over the place right now, just trying different things, seeing what works. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you been training? Um, so like uh, back in the gym now, I'm uh, just shy of uh, three years. So okay. January, I think 21st is like my fit anniversary. Fit anniversary. So you, you, you trained for a couple of years and then one day decided, you know, I want to jump on stage. I want to compete. Uh, how did that decision come around? Um, so I've been wanting to for a while, um, probably the last year or so, but it's just kind of never worked out timing wise. There's always been something in the way. Um, there was a, I was in trade school this spring, so I was up in Hamilton. I was away from home. It just wouldn't work out well for prep. Um, I mean this, this prep I, you know, bought and sold a house and moved and stuff. So, I mean, there, there was some stuff, but it was just kind of, I got to the point where I'm like, you know, it's never going to be a perfect time to do it. So just suck it up and we'll see what we can do. Well, I mean, if you can minimize your distractions and your obstacles, you can kind of do it any time. But things like school for sure are getting away. Uh, so it looks like you had a good prep. What brought you? To, like, when did, did you have a moment where you kind of looked at yourself and say, yeah, you know, I, I, could, I could compete. And I'm, I, can, I can stand on stage. Or, you know, were you confident the whole time? Or did you ever look at yourself and say, oh, geez, I don't know. Like, when did you kind of look at it and say, yeah, you know what, I can do it now? 
Um, you know, like um, all through a prep, like I, I kind of thought, you know, I, I do okay. Um, I, I didn't think I'd, I'd, you know, be at the top of my class or anything like that by any means. Um, I knew I was going to be undersized for sure. Um, like uh, for the show, I came in weigh-ins. I was about eighteen pounds under my stage uh, under my weight cap. So, yeah. you know, I mean, like I knew I wasn't going to be the biggest guy up there by any means. Um, once we started getting closer to the show, once the conditioning started coming in, I started, you know, feeling a little more confident, feeling a little bit better about it. Right, and right. Um, it was really once once we started like filling out, um, once we started doing our carb up, that's that's when I, I really started feeling like uh, we had something, you know. Okay, so I mean, you seem to have a good circle of people around you that support you in the gym and the whole Windsor crew out there that you train with. So everyone was kind of on board and said, "Yeah, you know, Brandon, you can do it." Yeah, absolutely. Everyone was like, um, I mean, it's the good and the bad. Like you hear a lot of people saying, you know, you look great, you look great. And, you know, and sometimes that's not exactly what you need. But I mean, as far as support goes, I had, you know, more than I, I could ever ask for. So it was very blessed that way. And so how long of a prep did you do? Uh, so we did 20 weeks. Um, we left it a little bit longer just, you know, with the stress of the house, the moving and stuff. And, uh, you know, not knowing how my body was going to react to it. Um, and like I said as well, I was 2.30, pretty fluffy at the start of prep. So uh, we needed that little bit extra time. So just a little aside because I wanted to ask you about it. How's the house? The house? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's nice. I have it set up for, you know, all my cooking, all my prep. Everything's set up just how I like it. Um, it's made life, like, so much easier. So you're going from house to house or from apartment to house or...? Um, so I had a house uh, that I bought with uh, one of my friends. Uh, so we okay. split the upstairs and then we rented out the basement. So okay. we did that for three years, you know, piled away some cash. And then I was able to put a good dent into uh, this house here. Nice. Yeah. I remember still getting my first house and it's just this feeling of, oh my gosh. Uh, number one, I've, I'm all of a sudden a responsible adult. And number two, <laughs> I can come downstairs in my underwear if I want to. Uh, I know. I do that too often. I have a... <laughs> I don't have the front blinds up yet, so oh I great about that one. <laughs> so the next thing you know, we get Brandon in the paper on a local lewdness charge because he's parading around in front of the window. I mean, Sam is probably fine with that, but uh, oh yeah, she encourages it. <laughs> oh, well, especially right now, right? Because now you're, yeah. you're you're in tip top shape, and uh, so did you? I post show. Did you? You did any um, any photo shoots, anything like that, or? Uh, so I did one uh, right before. Um, okay. I, uh, yeah, I knew I was, I was going to be eating like crazy after the fact. So, uh, I, I did one, uh, the Thursday before, um, oh. and it turned out like absolutely amazing. Uh, there's a local photographer down here. Um, I, I contacted him and he kind of got the vision of what I was going for right away. Like the, uh, old school seventies, uh, look, and he like just knocked it right out of the park. So mm -hmm. I'm just waiting on those. I'll be posting those soon, but, uh, just waiting to get those back. Whenever you got the go-ahead to uh, to put them out there, you let us know, and, and we'll have a look at them for sure. Absolutely promote it out there. So let's go back to the competition. So 20 weeks. Mm -hmm. um, pitcher's all rosy 20 weeks out because you're like, well, I got 20 weeks. Uh, so it mustn't have been too much of a this is going to suck prep with that amount of time, or do you think with your fluffy level that you say you had, was it tough? You know what? I'd say it was actually like a really easy prep Um I mean, like, I don't really have that much to go off of, but just from what other people yeah. have said and everything. Um, up until about six weeks out, I didn't really feel like I was struggling at all, anything like that. 
okay. six to four weeks, I kind of, you know, it started to feel like it wear and tear. And then the last four weeks were, you know, a bit, a bit of a grind. But um, for the most part, my coach kept me, you know, tons of refeeds. Cardio never got above 80 minutes a day. So I, it wasn't like I was killing myself on the cardio. Um, food stayed relatively high. So he, he took me down slowly um, and it made it like, uh, you know, real manageable prep. So let's talk about your coaching a bit. Now, before the show, did you have a coach before the show? Um, well, I started with, uh, with my coach, uh, Chase. He's with Team Nut Fitness um, okay. at uh, about 20 weeks out. He's kind of, he's been a buddy since high school. We've worked out, you know, the whole time that I've been working out and he's kind of given me, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, advice here and there. Um, we kind of just kind of tossed around the idea at about 20 weeks out of doing a show. And then, mm -hmm. uh, as things started shaping up, we, you know, we got more and more serious about it. And you recommend a 20 week prep over say something shorter? Uh, yeah. Based on your experience. Yeah, if you can, I, I would say absolutely. Um, like I was doing sushi once a week. I was getting refeeds and it, it made it so much easier to, uh, you know, you got something to look forward to. And then those workouts, like I'd always plan it around my leg day, my back day, something like a big workout. And you have the absolute best workout after that. Okay. Let's, let's, so much in there I want to ask you about, but let's talk, you talk, mentioned back day, leg day. And that brings me to your physique and, and, and your parts and all that. So when you're assessing yourself for this competition, did, was there anything that you looked at and said, okay, well, I've got to bring this up. I've got to bring that up. Um, what were your, did you have any focus goals like that during prep? Like, did you grow into the show? Yeah, we, we actually put on quite a bit of size. Um, my lowest point uh, in prep, I hit 182 pounds. Uh, at weigh-ins, I hit 194. So oh. we did put on some size uh, during prep. And then... Um, as far as weak body parts, um, chest and shoulders is kind of my weakness. Um, I think my legs is my strong point by far. Um, yeah, quads, man. yeah, the quads and then, uh, I, I, I got a pretty decent hamstring balance with it too from the side. Good. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, chest, chest and shoulders has always been my weakness. So that's the focus of this off season is growing the chest and the shoulders and coming back bigger. So, and I, we chatted about leg development the other day and you gave me some advice on some leg training stuff and I took it to heart and I did it. And I got up the next morning, the first morning after doing the abductor adductor machine, I was on the treadmill. I'm like, crap, my crotch hurts. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. It was, it was Brandon Clazy and his abductor machine ad, uh, advice and it just kills, but it just goes to show what an under, uh, uh, developed muscle that is. And it was really good advice. My next photo is I put my legs together so that my yeah. thighs were touching and pictures were night and day a week, a week apart, but really no real difference in them. But they just look so much bigger because they're touching. Yeah, as soon as you take away that space, it just creates way better shape. So, so you brought up some size. And, and I noticed you posted a lot of photos about uh, and, and videos on your posing and whatnot. Um, how did you develop your posing along the way? Did you have someone help you with that? Um, yeah, I've, I've had like tons and tons of people, um, help me with, uh, my posing from around the gym. I go to a couple different gyms. So, um, you know, I'd ask for advice, uh, I had a couple of people help me with my routine as well, uh, putting everything together. Um, you know, a couple of my boys just, you know, give me the, the, you know, honest opinion of, you know, what I need and how I need to hit my poses and everything. Um, one of my weakest poses used to be my side chest. And I think yeah. 
at the show, my side chest, uh, maybe my back double bicep or, or uh, front double bicep were one of my best poses. Yeah, your front double for sure because your vacuum is sick. So uh, I really noticed that when you're – I can't remember seeing a side chest. But your posing overall, it was really good. Um, you know, I, I watched your routine that you did and whatnot. Um, I don't think they gave you guys enough time for your little routine. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I didn't mind that. The only thing I was a little disappointed with the show was um, they didn't do the comparison at the night show. They just did the routine and then gave us the medals. Um, okay. I know they, they do do that at some of the shows, but uh, yeah. I think they're they're kind of trying to get the pros on the stage, so they kind of rush through it a little bit. But uh, there was only I, I heard there was only like fifty eight competitors in the amateurs. Um, I heard seventy to eighty. But I, 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 what I heard was fifty eight, and the rest was crossover. People competing. Oh, really? Was yeah, could have been. So they could have given you more time um, because from a pro show perspective, it was a big show. And I thought from an amateur perspective, it was kind of a smaller show, but it was really, it was decently well done from what I saw. So I noticed, because, and the reason I bring it up, I saw your posing routine and it, and, and a bunch of other people and they were just really fast. And it's like everyone was trying to squeeze into their minute and a half or two minutes, but your poses were all hit, hit great. So you've done really well for, for first show. And what I'm trying to bring out here a little bit is, is because people are looking at Brandon and saying, well, I want to do my first show. And I'm doing my first show, so I want to learn from what you did. So 20-week prep for sure, or as long as you can. Help with posing and yeah. things like that. Any other advice you'd give to first-time competitors? Um, while we're on the posing topic, like yeah. uh, posing off-season, like no matter how fluffy you are, like always practice your posing because if you can hold a pose at you know 230 pounds, when you're holding that pose at, say, 195, it's going to look that much better, right? Because – you're yeah. you're going to be used to uh, you know the mechanics of it, um, posing every day, long prep, um, and uh, and just try and like um, you know have a good support system around you if you can. Um, mm-hmm. Like you know, ask for help when you need it, and uh, um, make sure that you're 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 getting your advice from the right people. I think that's the biggest thing. Is um, there's a lot of bad advice out there. Um, yeah. whether it's about, you know, diet, supplements, enhancements, mm-hmm. training, um, you got to watch where you're getting your advice from and, uh, you know, really filter that. Yeah. I always tell people, and I did it, I'm doing it now is like pick three people or so that you're going to really trust and the yeah. rest, you know, cause I mean, you're popular on Instagram, got a few thousand followers and you're going to post photos and everyone's going to say, Hey Brandon, you look fantastic. But, you know, pick those two or three that are going to be, hey, Brandon, you know what, you need to bring up your hamstrings or you need to bring up your chest or, you know, and, and that are going to be honest with you. And, and what about you with your honesty with your coach? Are you honest all the time? Yes, sir. I ate all the meals, sir. Here's my check-in photo, sir. Yeah, no, no. I, I um, 100% like um, I, I when I started it, like, you know, is my buddy doing this for me. So I wanted to uh, make sure I was giving it 100%. And I said at the start of prep, I was going to, you know, not miss any cardio, you know, eat anything, everything that's on the meal plan and not cheat and not complain. Um, I didn't miss a single cardio as far as I, from my opinion, I didn't complain that much. Um, I Sam, Let's ask her. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll bring her. I think she's coming over in a little bit. So we'll bring her in. We'll ask her. Um, but uh, I slipped a couple of times on the diet, you know, a couple bites here and there. But uh, for the most part, it stayed true to it. So, um, yeah. That's uh, that. That was my uh, my thing going into it. 
All right. So when you followed your plan, did you have any days where you didn't think the plan was working? Like how was your mind mentally? And because right now I'm looking at my scale and I was 210 the other morning. It was great. I woke up the next morning. I was 212. I'm like, what the hell is going wrong here? And I started to look at the plan and saying, is something wrong? Like, did you question it at all? Did you just put your hand in the coach and say, I'm just going to do it or? The first couple of weeks, actually, yeah, um, my weight went up, I think, one of the weeks by like three pounds or something. And uh, I was panicking a little bit because I knew how much we had to lose. Um, After that, though, everything got dialed in. We got to a point where it was like clockwork, like, you know, we were losing the same amount every week. We got to a point where we hit that low and then we came back up. We hit 190 pounds and we basically stayed there and just kind of leaned out from there. Um, so other than the first couple of weeks, I didn't really have any, uh, any issues, any like trust, even then, you know, I was kind of asking him like, you know, are you sure this is what we should be doing? And, uh, just followed the plan and worked out in the end. And how did you stay motivated through the plan? Like what, anything you did to kind of get yourself pumped up, to get yourself going those times when you were down and feeling crap, how did you keep going? Um, you know what, the biggest thing was just like, you know, keep your head down, keep working. And then, uh, I have a lot of people at the gym, like we were talking about, like the support system where, you know, I'll be, you know, you know, trying to amp myself up for a set and someone will come slap me on the back or, you know, someone will come up, you know, give you a fist bump. Like there's a good support system there. There's a lot of competitors at my gym. So a lot of people can see when, you know, when prep's really hitting you and they know, you know, how to, how to get you going, get you through it. Okay. No, uh, no YouTube channels you're following, no motivational videos, speakers, that kind of stuff. You know, honestly, most of my YouTube was, uh, cooking videos. I was watching. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, I was watching like, uh, how to make your own sushi at home. Um, how to, uh, you know, different baking videos, stuff like that. That's so right now that's, that's my kitchen's full of all sorts of sushi gadgets and baking goods and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) So, and so we've seen, man, I get, I'm hooked on, I eat, I watch competitive eaters. Oh, yeah. So when I want to eat, but I can't, I'll watch these guys who are going to put down this 12 patty burger because I want a burger, but watching them eat a 12 patty burger disgusts me, <laughs> but it's fun to watch. Usually they're like, oh, this is this eight pound burger and I'm going to eat it. And then they eat it in like 16 minutes. And just anyway, so try it out. Watch Randy Santel or Beard Meets Food. There's some really good eaters. Matt Stoney. Uh, so it's good that you've got the support system around you. Um, how much were you in and out of your own head? Were you, you know, pretty confident, pretty, pretty mentally stable? Um, no problems there? Um, you know, everyone second guesses themselves, I think. Um, for me, it was, you know, like, am I doing enough? Like, there's always that, that feeling of like, you know, I'm getting in my cardio. I'm, you know, hitting the weights as hard as I can. I'm, I'm following the diet. Am I like, you know, giving it as much as I can give it? So it was kind of getting in your own head that way. But um, right. for the most part, I, I knew I knew my coach was going to bring me in. Like when we when we started this prep, we said we're coming in conditioned or we're not coming in at all. And that's kind of why I waited till like about six weeks out to announce it. Because um, okay. I want to make sure that we were we were on the right track, you know. That's funny because I did it the other way. I put it out at about 25 weeks and now I better come in conditioned or else I look like a dummy. So you know, well, there's your motivation, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, because you kind of got to come at it one way or the other. Someone said to me, commit 100% or you're not going to commit at all. Um, but the way you did it is right as well because, you know, it gives you that chance. Uh, but I didn't want any out. So. And you came in super conditioned. I mean, man, your hamstrings popped and, and you were just looking fantastic front and back. 
Um, I just had another question about kind of focus. Um, and I lost it there. But when you were trying to focus yourself and when you were trying to, you know, kind of stick to the plan, and this is what it was, um, there's always a risk that you're going to underdo it. Like you're going to eat the wrong thing or you're not going to do the cardio. Did you have, like I have a problem sometimes, did you have a problem going to overdo it? In that, well, you said 20 minutes of cardio, so I'm going to do 30. You know, I, I started to do that at the beginning, um, but he warned me about it. He's like, you know what, save that energy. You're going to need it later. Um and you know what it's more isn't always better right because if you're starting right. out you're doing 40 minutes of cardio a day like your first week right. then at the end of prep you're going to be you know on the treadmill all day so you gotta you know follow the plan stick to what it says and you know go up in small increments so did you have a well-defined plan did you because you had 20 weeks right so you're kind of almost going to go slow prep lean bulkish kind of then prep and or whatever did you have it laid out in distinct sections like it was like I love a well a meticulous plan. Like, or was it just kind of we're gonna keep going and make changes and we'll let you know what's tomorrow's brings? Um, for the first couple of weeks, we kind of just established like the diet, um, kept the calories real high and let my body respond to it. Um, right. as soon as we kicked into the carb cycling, my body responded just super, super well to it. And we okay. started dropping like crazy. So um it was it was all just like small changes. We kept the diet basically the same um, the whole time through. We cut out beef super early, um, cut out uh, salmon super early. But um, for the most part, uh, um, the diet didn't really change from about uh, fourteen weeks out till peak week. It was just we cycled the amount of high days and the amount of low days that we uh, we had. So what did they look like? What was your what was a typical high day? What was a typical low day? Uh, so my low day was about twenty two hundred calories. Um, high day, uh, it depended if we, if we had a cheat, it was quite a bit more, but, uh, I think just a regular high day was about 3,500, um, 3,200 low is not bad. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. It wasn't like I was really like, uh, you know, starving, like near the end, I was kind of chasing my meals a bit, you know, like watching the clock until I could eat again. But, uh, for the most part, um, he kept me pretty full, gave me lots of options. Um, sugar-free jello got me through uh, a lot of days. But yeah, sugar-free jello is a bomb. I have a fridge full of it. But you got to watch out with that stuff because Canadian calorie rounding, right? So anything under five, they round down to zero. So you throw in ten jellos a day. Well, now you're adding fifty calories to your to your day, um, and all these sauces that everybody likes. So what were your special tricks? Anything else besides jello? Um, you know, what was huge for me was uh, my coach was pretty lenient with me moving my carbs around, moving my. Uh, um, carb sources around as long as I kept to the, you know, few that we had, um, right. I started doing Ezekiel bread, uh, French toast right before my workout, uh, with peanut butter on top. And every single day I would look forward to that right after work, I'd have that go to the gym. And it was just my like 20 minutes of feeling like I was having like a, you know, like a nice meal, um, carved me up for the workout and, uh, right. was able to bang it out. Yeah, you, and you said post post show one of your biggest cravings was a fat bowl of prot. Oh yeah, oh that was amazing. Yeah, no, that was uh, I I tallied that up. At, I think it was about fourteen hundred calories for that bowl. Of prots. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but it well worth it. The show was here, and you deserved it. So yeah. let's talk about your 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 in union your carb cycled. What was the big uh, carb drop on that? Like, what was the difference? Um, you know what? I'm not sure the exact carb uh, drop. Um. We were dropping from the, the 3,500 down to the 2,200 calories. Okay. Um, 
I know the 2200 calories, I think was about 140 grams of carbs. I'm not sure what it was on the high day though. And how many meals a day were you eating? Um, so it was structured out into six meals. Okay. Um, but the way I kind of would break it up, I'd move my carbs around. I, I'd, I'd move it into about eight like meals, uh, separate. So my chicken would be a meal by itself. The French toast would be a meal by itself and just kind of spread it out. So I, I felt like I had more food. So you, but were you hungry after? Like I would be hungry, I think, if I split a meal in half. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I, I, I had it timed down. Uh, like I said, up until like the last few weeks, it was it was mostly, uh, you know, pretty good. I was chasing my meals the last couple of weeks, but uh, uh, for the most part, I, I was uh, pretty full. Excellent. I mean, it sounds like overall you had a fantastic prep for a first experience. That's great. Were there any any moments where you kind of said, "Screw this, I'm out of here"? No, no. Um, I was I was full bore the whole time. I was uh, I wanted to get in there, get it done. Um, like I haven't been working out that long, but I've been around the bodybuilding scene for a couple of years now. You know, going to friend shows and stuff like that, and it felt like it was it was time. I I needed to you know join the club sort of thing. You know, so. Uh, Any times during your uh, prep where you were kind of hard to be around? Um, I don't think so. I I I, 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 I tried to keep it. Uh, you know. Um, you know, it's my choice to prep kind of thing. Uh, I think Blake hit the nail on the head the first uh, episode there. Like, it's your choice to prep it. If you're going to be a dick about it, then, you know, I mean, like, that's that's on you. So um, I, I, I tried to keep a level head as much as I could. Well, I'm I'm going to keep bringing guests on until I find one that says, yes, I was a dick. <laughs> all you guys are just super nice. And I knew you were, too, because I could tell just by our interactions on Instagram that you're, like, super calm. So... I need to find someone that gets really cranky and salty. Where's Sam? We can ask her if you're telling the truth or not. But, well, all right, let's. If you, if you don't mind, let's talk about Sam for a second. You met Sam on prep. Uh, that how did that conversation go? Was, you know, she's on board. Um, you know, I, I think she was kind of a little wary at first. Uh, the whole bodybuilding scene, she wasn't quite used to it. But um, no, she she like adapted to it uh, really well. And um, no, she's been great. Um, like I said, she's done everything from you know doing the dishes when i was you know too tired um you know going for walks with me to get my cardio in when you know i didn't want to you know pound it out on the treadmill again um you know making my meals for me here and there um she was awesome she was awesome at the show too she had uh seemed like she had a great time so and you know right now you kind of got together and it's like here's brandon the selfish dude so now look how good you look right now yeah, that's what I was saying too. I'm like, uh, I'm like, you kind of, you, you caught me when I was on prep buying and selling the house. Like, this is kind of like my most stressful time. So, if you made it through that, you should be all right. I know. Like, it's got to be all rainbow sunshines and unicorns these days. Like, you know, it's all you're going out to eat, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but let's let's go back and talk about sh- the show. Let's talk about uh, the days leading up to the show. You went down to Niagara Falls early. Yeah, yeah, we went uh, early the Friday, uh, about uh, noon we got down there. So how so, are you the night before the show? How are your nerves? Um, they were okay. Um, I, I was, uh, we were kind of, it took quite a bit of carbs to fill out. So I was eating like every hour. Uh, we were trying to pose like 15, 20 minutes every hour just to work right. the carbs into the muscle, make sure that all the posing was polished up before the show. Um, so really I, I didn't sleep all that much. I think I got, you know, maybe three 45 minute naps, uh, over the night, oh. but, uh, um, honestly it, it was, it was, it was good. I was eating carbs, so I was happy. 
Um, so talk about what did you how did you carve up? What kind of things? Um, so we uh, we didn't really know what to expect. Uh, we we tried carving up a little bit through prep and everything, but with it being my first show, we didn't know, you know, what worked well, how many carbs we needed. So we kind of I just went to the grocery store and just bought everything that uh, that we could think of. Mm -hmm. um, so my carb up ended up being uh, 250 grams of potatoes, uh, six Tim Horton muffins, half a loaf of bread, uh, package of rice cakes. Uh, half a pound of peanut butter, two Snickers bars, uh, banana, um, 300 grams of honey, uh, some jam, and uh, a bit of orange juice. So it took quite a bit to uh, to carb up, but uh, so you weighed in at one? Was it one? One ninety four. One ninety four, and what what were you? What did you carb up to? Uh, you know what? So I didn't weigh myself before the stage. Um, I actually stopped weighing myself at about six weeks out. Um, mm -hmm. the, the weight was staying the same. We knew we were well under the cap and uh, didn't want any like head games playing with the weight, um, you know, chasing numbers or anything like that. Uh, so actually, other than weigh-ins and today was the only time I've weighed myself in the last six weeks. Wow. So and but now weighing in at 194, you're five, over 5'11". Mm -hmm. Your cap is... 220? 212. Is it 212? I was looking at it the other day because I was kind of five, over 5'11 on one measurement and then I was just over 6 on the other and it's an 8 pound difference between the two heights so I don't Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, if you're just over six, uh, 6 foot it goes up to 220. Yeah, what a difference that is, you know? Um, so yeah. So talk to me about show day. Um, how was the whole show day experience? Uh, it was it was amazing. Um, like I said, I had a huge group come down. I think we had about 12 of us come down uh, uh, from Windsor, Toronto, all over the place. Um, so um, the show was great itself. Um, like I I, uh, I felt really natural on the stage. Didn't really have any jitters, anything like that. Um, like I said, great support system all around. So we uh, we had a good day and then uh, went out for some meals after. Nice, and I heard you were the first one to show up for weigh-ins. Uh, I was for tanning, tanning. tanning. Yeah, tanning. Yeah, that was uh, quite the experience. I walked <laughs> into uh, it was me and uh, pretty much all the two twelve pros, so I was feeling a little uh, inadequate uh, there. <laughs> well, you know, um, we're all a little inadequate compared to the pros these days. Uh, yeah. Um, so no problems during the show. Everything went off without a hitch. Um, after your prejudge, how how did you feel? Uh, I felt good. Um, I uh, they had me in uh, fourth place to start, and I moved me up to second place. Um, I was you know hoping for the first there, so we were carving up, getting ready for the night show and everything there. Just kind of hoping you know they might make a change, but uh, but yeah, um, no, er everything was uh, was was pretty good on show day there. Well, and you got to be happy with second place, first show. I mean, that that's a pretty impressive showing. Oh, absolutely. And like the guys in the lineup too. There was a lot of really good guys in that lineup. There's a lot of really good conditioning too. Um, right. Backstage, I was you know super focused. I was kind of sizing everyone up. Like, you know, that guy's a better chest than me. This guy's a better back than me. You know, this guy's dry as hell. Um, right. Trying not to get in my own head too much, but. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a very solid lineup to walk away with second. I was very happy with that. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, if you go back now and look over your your prep in the twenty weeks, is there anything you would change? Anything you'd do different? 
have you had your time back again? Um, you know what? Not really. I, th- I think we, we kind of came out with the be- best package that we could have. Um, yeah. I think my biggest thing is size. I got to put in a lot more size, especially up top. Um, so that's just a time thing. Um, but uh, as far as conditioning, as far as posing, as far as everything else, I think, um, I think we, we, uh, we nailed it about as good as we could. And so what did you learn that you'll bring into your next prep? Um, you know, mostly just like uh, what meals work for me and stuff like that. Um, um, you know, like timing out my cardio, stuff like that. Um, um, just kind of, uh, you know, just the, the day-to-day kind of stuff that, uh, you know, get, getting everything in, you know, time management-wise. Yeah, and and you know, as as a physical labor in HVAC, it kind of is. It, it's a lot more stress on you than if you're just sitting at a desk job, right? Because you're you're physically exhausted all day. Uh, and hey, maybe that counts for cardio or something. But how did you find your managing work as you got closer and closer to the prep or to the show? Um, it was tough for sure because uh, I never know what I'm getting into. Some days are super super easy, and I'm you know just kind of killing time. Um, right other days I'm like slugging it out. So it's, it's hard to really, you know, balance it out. And some of those harder days, you know, you kind of have to, you know, maybe take an extra rest day off the weights or, you know, um, you might have to move some days around. Like, you know, you have a really hard day. You don't want to go in and smash legs right after that. So you kind of have to be, uh, you know, a little fluid with that. But um, right. for the most part, it's, you know what, you, you got to pay the bills. So got to get in there. Yeah. It, it's tough, you know, because your your brain starts to go as you get closer and closer and closer. So you don't want to get electrocuted or anything like that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Prep brain was was real near the end there, especially like, you know, I was second checking everything that I'm doing, you know, making sure, you know, all the gas fittings are tight, making sure, you know, I, you know, plug that wire back in or whatever, whatever I was working on. I made sure, you know, that uh, that we were good because I knew I uh, knew I wasn't all there mentally. Yeah, because you got a bit of an explosion risk there that you want to mitigate as best you can, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the key. Any mishaps, funny stories during prep from prep brain or anything else? Um, you know what? There was one. Uh, I was driving down the street just in my car, and uh, someone swerved, and I ended up hitting this piece of metal. It bent my rim, slashed my tire open. I'm like on the side of the road, like fifth low day in a row, like with a blown tire. I'm calling all around and I'm trying to get like someone to come out and change the tire for me. And uh, finally the third guy goes, uh, you know, you know, maybe you should just put on your spare tire and uh, drive it in tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's right. I have a, I have a spare tire in my car. So I broke that out and uh, got it all changed out and back on the road. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that was probably my biggest prep brain moment there. In reality, that's not too bad. You know, that's, yeah. that's good. Uh, so your experience would lead you to want to do it again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to take a long off season, um, put on the weight. Like I said, I got a good, you know, almost 20 pounds uh, before I hit my stage cap. So I uh, want to get a little closer to that before we hit the stage again and uh, okay. you know, bring something a little bit better. How long do you think that'll be? Any any thoughts or are you just going to go until you're ready? Uh, we're going to go until we're ready. Um, you know, I think realistically a year and a half, two years, we might be able to get, uh, you know, another 10, 15 pounds on there. So if we can do that and, uh, you know, come in harder, come in bigger, I think, uh, we might have something. So we're going to have to wait a year and a half to two years before you step on stage again. (laughs) 
We'll see. We'll depend uh, depends how this offseason goes. But uh, I was going to tell you, you got to compete in April with me. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, no. you're there now, so you know, just just calm down this this after diet that you're on, uh, and you'll be ready to go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we got to put on a lot more size. I want uh, I want to bring something special when I uh, when I come back. All right. So I, after, I just talked about after show diet. Tell me about your after show diet. What was what was your go to thing? What did you eat right off stage? Um, so I, I ate these uh, these brownies that I made. Uh, they're the peanut butter and uh, jelly brownies. Yeah, 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 I saw those. Yeah, I ate that in the uh, in the hallway of the uh, of the convention center. So uh, I was in my posing trunk, still uh, demolishing the brownie. Um, after that, we went to the works. Uh, had the uh, Reese's peanut butter burger there. That was fantastic, and uh, just a massive uh, strawberry cheesecake milkshake. So uh, that that was the that was the start of the uh, the food, and it's been rolling since then. <laughs> what I really want to know about is your charcuterie board. Oh yeah, how, how did that turn out? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, I so, remember you, you posted a picture of the meats. You posted a picture of the cheeses, but then nothing else that I saw. Oh, so I posted one on my main story with everything. Oh, but you didn't show us eating it. Was it good? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, no, I, I, I was compiling that charcuterie board for the last two months of prep. So anytime any meat or cheese went on sale, I was picking it up, putting it in the fridge and uh, probably spent a couple of hours prepping all the meat and everything and uh, getting all the cheese all cut up. But uh, it was it was awesome. How many people was that for? <laughs> it was just Sam and I. <laughs> How much do you have left? Is it, it must be mostly left because that was a pretty huge board. Yeah, so I think we did about, well, I, she did a couple of pieces of cheese, basically. But uh, uh, I think we put back uh, about a board the first night. Um, and then uh, second night, we did some baking. I had one of my other friends over. We probably put back another one. So there's about wow. like a third left right now. So you said you were picking stuff up um, while during prep. No, like I've got a ton of crap out there. And I can do that. I can buy it and I'll never touch it. How are you with that? Oh yeah, no my my um, my freezer was full of treats. My cupboards were full of chocolate. Like I have no issue until I like taste whatever it is. Uh, uh, so one of the times I fell off was uh, my niece's birthday party. I was like cutting the cake, and like a little bit of frosting fell off. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just you know yeah. take a little bit of the frosting. And then after that, before I knew it, I ate like half a piece of cake. And I'm like, that was like my low point. I'm like, okay, I gotta gotta. Cut cut this out. A half a piece of cake. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like that probably didn't even affect you at all. Maybe gave you a little bit of a better pump the next day, um, but there's not too much to worry about. You never did any sort of full out. You know, next thing you know, I'm eating half a cow or six burgers, that kind of stuff. No, nothing more than like a couple bites here and there. Um, but uh, it's it's more the mental thing, right? Like. It's it's that piece of cake beat yet, right? Like you know, you spent twenty weeks and you know you couldn't couldn't last through that, but uh, kept it to a minimum and uh, made it out. I remember I heard Dave Palumbo one time say uh, when he was talking, he was talking about having to eat more, but he was saying I, I can't let this meal beat me. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's that's the truth with all your food, right? You know, I can't let food beat me. You need to beat the food. So you're mentally strong is no problem to keep your diet down, which is great. Um, what are some of the struggles that you can tell people to watch out for first show experience? Um, 
I think the biggest thing is is uh, where like like I was saying, where you're getting your advice from. Is spend your time finding you know a coach that works for you, um, and that might not be the biggest name coach or you know someone who's brought in like you know tons of people like super condition. It's whatever whoever has the best like style for you, right? Um, find someone that you click with and then just go with it. Um, that that would be my best advice. And then the other thing is just you know put your head down and work and you know count the days down and it'll be there before you know it. Yeah, people have asked me, you know, you know, how did you how did you lose so much weight or how did you get in such add such size? And my answer is always the same. I I did what I was told. Yeah. And so many people get coaches and they're like, well, can I do this? Well, I can do that. Can we change this? I'm like, man, just put your head down and, and do what you're told. Same thing with coming to eating and not eating. Well, how do you not eat that? Well, I just don't eat it. But I think in the general scene today, uh, there's a lot of dedicated you know, people getting into the, into the bodybuilding scene. I think, uh, what do you think about the expanded number of shows that we've got now? I mean, gosh, there's a show practically every other weekend. We could see the President's Cup coming up this weekend. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, it gives more of an opportunity to, uh, you know, you don't have to travel as far to shows and stuff like that. Like, um, especially down here, like we don't have too many open shows down like the Windsor way. Um, right. The London show was the closest one and they moved that to Niagara. So, I mean, yeah. as, as far as open shows go, you know, we're, we're going at least three hours for a show. So I think the more shows, the better. Um, um, and just, you know, brings more people into the sport too, right? Yeah, I think opening up opportunities to compete is a real good thing. Like I question the like I know some of the shows are poorly attended, um, and I can make a case for saying, okay, let's do ten big shows instead of twenty diluted shows. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. I think the way they do it now, you're you're funneling more people into the sport, and you see your folks that kind of come and go. I mean, you've seen them all on Instagram. You know, someone will come and do a show, and next thing you know, they're gone. Uh, but then it gives more opportunities for people to stick around. And you seem like you're going to be one of the people to stick around. I'm looking forward to seeing what you bring in a, in a year and a half or two years. Because, man, 20 more pounds on your frame, you're going to you're going to be absolutely insane. Um, have you started that yet? Or are you, or are you still kind of cleaning out and, and getting ready to go back at it? Um, just starting kind of just getting back at it right now. I changed up the uh, my training style right now um the diet's still pretty dirty it's gonna be for the next week or so too anyways um <laughs> we're going to toronto uh, my coach is competing at the president's cup so we already have okay. some crazy uh crazy cheats planned after post show yeah. i got some treats made up too uh so we'll smash all those and then uh over the next couple of weeks we'll start cleaning things up a little bit more well you got time for you got a year and a half and it's good that you've defined it you know and said okay i'm gonna take this window and i'm gonna do what i want for this window and as long as you can shut it down and turn it on when you need to, that's absolutely great. Um, let's go back to your, your, your back to training now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you find the atmosphere of training in the gyms around today? You guys said you're in a couple of gyms. Um, do you feel that there's a bigger, more serious contingent in the gym these days or more kind of, you know, I just want to be fit lifters. Like how is, how's the, how's the current vibe in the bodybuilding scene? Do you see, uh, you see it developing around you? Um, I think it, it depends gym to gym. Um, like my main gym is, uh, is mostly competitors. Like, um, there's a huge competitive circuit in there. Um, it's actually the, the gym where Fuad trained, uh, when he was in Windsor. Um, and, 
you know, it's just, it's, it's a great environment. Like there's the bodybuilders, the power lifters, there's, there's like a very competitive atmosphere in there. Yeah. Um, the other gym I go to is a little more, um, the older crowd, you know, it's like, a uh, more of a family gym, but they, they have awesome equipment there. So that's the reason I go there. Uh, they got the belt squat machine, the glute ham raise, all that sort of stuff. Um, nice. Yeah, so um, I, I think it depends gym to gym, but I think for the most part, if you get a real competitive gym, you get the that atmosphere that just makes you want to work, you know? Oh, it's really important atmosphere. I think I need more friends in the gym. I go to the gym I go to, I don't know anybody, which is, I used to train at, well, I train at FlexPlex when I can, uh, but it's got to be too far away with work, and I knew everybody. Now I'm in a gym, I don't know anybody. Actually, that's a lie. I know Emily Hayda, who just did... Uh, uh, the show two weeks ago and that's that's like the only person from instagram that i know um how important to you, is it to you for a variety of equipment you talked about going to the other gym do you go there for specific things like leg day or yeah that's exactly it yeah i, I pretty much use that gym just for leg day um okay. uh, they have just tons of like unique equipment and stuff like that um the gym i go to like my main gym is is great for pretty much any workout like they have all the old hammer strength machines um they have you know the hack press um leg press everything so um i mean i could get away with just going to to uh my main gym but it's nice to have that uh little bit of variety there okay so actually you talk with the windsor crew tell me about that shirt you're wearing oh yeah uh cash and muscle uh so this is my buddy's brand it's uh um it's an area in burma uh where he grew up um okay. he's he immigrated into uh canada um came here with nothing built up uh you know his own brand uh you know he he works hard he has a you know great family to uh two little guys um one of the hardest working guys i know he came into his first uh bodybuilding show natural uh completely shredded to the bone working full-time taking care of two kids like To me, that's that's what like a hard prep is. Like, I mean, my my prep is easy compared to you know anyone who has to deal with like you know all those responsibilities. Right. No, it's absolutely awesome, man. He's able to build that brand because I see it around everywhere now. There's a ton, ton of ton of people from Windsor wearing it, and now it's starting to trickle out in other places. So, uh, good luck to him, man, and your buddy uh, with that brand. So, no sponsorships for you right now? Uh, no, nothing, nothing right now. Um, I mean, I've, you know, just done my first show, so I, I don't really expect all too much or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, um, nothing else with good. Dreaming Elegance or someone. Yeah, there you go. Or <laughs> Be First Apparel. They want me on their team, too. I bet you we could get you in there, too. Yeah, that's 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 what I get is Be First and uh, Muscle Work. <laughs> that's uh, where my income is going to come from. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know what, uh, guys, if you're looking to sponsor some athletes, uh, I'm sure Brandon would be quite uh, quite willing to talk to you. You know, it's, it's nice to have a sponsorship. Um, we put up a couple of posts out asking for some questions, and we actually managed to get some, uh, which is great. Uh, can I ask you some of the questions that I got? Absolutely. So you're familiar with Instagram bots, right? Yeah. So there's actually story bots that will respond to stickers, on, and we got one. So this person would like to you to address and give her the best tips for pre-pregnancy weight for postpartum moms. Like weight loss? Or, uh... Actually, you know what? Maybe this is not a bot. Maybe this is a person, but I'm not sure why they would ask you this question. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny to ask you. Yeah. Um, 
Honestly, that's not my area of expertise, thankfully, yet. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know how to answer that, I guess. Uh, I don't think there's any answer we can give, Brandon. Yeah. I, think <laughs> I think we should move on. Um, another uh, account asked, just said, you're juicy. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying names because it might be somebody for real, but I don't think so. But here's a couple of actual questions that we did get. Uh, uh, I think... Uh, your friend uh, Ryan Keo. All right. <laughs> he said, "Are you ready for a year of growing and all-you-can-eat sushi?" Oh, absolutely. We I was just said with Ryan last night. Probably he can eat sushi. <laughs> and how much? How do you do it? All you can eat sushi. My best is sixty-five pieces. Oh, sixty-five. Um, we did uh, twenty rolls between the three of us last night, but they were some hefty rolls. Uh, 20 are average about five or six pieces so uh they, they were a little bit bigger i think they, i think some of them were eight yeah and i got burnt that's how i got burned on the on the on the 65 pieces i took my little boy out he's only oh. nine and he doesn't quite get the concept of you order it you eat it <laughs> and he, we ordered a couple of these rolls and i'm used to my regular place having like the four or five or six well, these were eight piece rolls and i'm like well i ain't paying for nothing so we're staying until it's gone so you're good. You're good with the sushi. You like sushi. Does that be one of your favorite cheat meals? Yeah, you know what? That's uh, pretty much every cheat that we did uh, during prep was sushi. And uh, you had it defined just, right. You you had like five roll or six rolls, and it had to be these six rolls, or um, no, it just had to be six rolls. Um, it didn't really have to be those ones specifically, but okay. um, we just kept it to the same place, the same rolls, and it just it filled me out nicely. I had great pumps the next day. Um, no bloating, anything like that. So it just, it was a nice, like consistent cheat that we knew what it was going to do. And you never like any sashimi in there as well, or just strictly the rolls? Uh, you know what? I love sashimi, but, uh, I only do it at the all you can eat. I am, uh, I'm not, uh, not about to pay like five oh, bucks. Oh, so you're, that's right. And I don't know why I assume that your rolls were all you can eat. Cause that makes no sense. Excuse me. Whatsoever. Um, yeah, I always do some damage on the sashimi because the sashimi is free. You know, you just oh, yeah. you can eat. It's just protein, so you just eat all that, right? I actually found a place where their their sashimi platter is exactly six ounces, and I need six ounces of protein with my meal, so I can swing that once in a while. But we got a couple more questions. Um, Kim Miller Fit asked a couple of questions. We'll just end with with those two. Uh, first was was favorite thing you ate post show. Um. You know what? I probably have to go with uh, the breakfast I had the next day. I had uh, eggs Benny and uh, some French toast from this uh, little uh, little breakfast place in Niagara Falls, and it was unreal. Probably the best breakfast I had. It was uh, the flour mill or something like that, and it okay. was just downtown Niagara. I just Googled the uh, best breakfasts, and it was uh, unreal. And... I'm a big fan of breakfast, so it sounds good, and I don't want to think about it because I'm starving right now. Um, and we kind of covered this question already, but the second question is, if you look back, is there anything you'd change, or is there anything you think you could have done better? Um, I mean, I think there's always, you know, there's always times you could have pushed more. There's always times you could have did more, but it comes to the point is, are you going to burn yourself out if you do, you know? Um, right. You know, more isn't always better, um, yeah. but... Uh, I, I think I gave it, you know, you know, hundred percent effort when I could, and the times when I needed to back off, I backed off, and um, I think that's what it's all about. Is you got to you got to know when to push and when to uh, 
you know, when to kind of give yourself a little bit of a break. So nothing that you continually look back at now and go, geez, I, if only I'd done this. No, no. Like I said, I, I think no matter what, I, I could have came in as conditioned as I wanted. I could have came in, you know, completely diced to the bone. I, I think I still would have got second place. Uh, the guy who got first place, he had a great physique. Um, I, I don't think I was touching him without, you know, adding more size. So um, I think I, I think I did as well as I could have did with uh, with what we had. Yeah, you know, and I think physique wise, you got a real good frame. You, you're five eleven ish, but you still got a small waist. And I think with and you've got good shoulder width and you've got good quad flare and just kind of pack out a little bit and you'll have that perfect classic thing that they're going for. Um, you know, I think, you know, your back, your rear shots were great. Um, maybe bring a little traps up a little bit. Uh, but other than that, you know, and your calves. I mean, oh, the calves. Yeah. <laughs> who, who needs who needs calves anyway? You don't know. They've become such a thing now that, that nobody worries about calves because nobody's got any, you know. It is what it is. Um, so what did you learn about yourself during prep? Um, you know, what? I, I, the biggest thing was I learned that I could do it. Like the whole time it was proving it to myself, like I can make it to the stage. Because uh, that's the thing is like, you know, it's, it's one thing to like start a prep, but to, you know, see it through is like, you know, you really have to dig deep sometimes and, you know, you have to, you know, prove it to yourself that you can, you can, you know, mentally... Right. You know, tough it out. Well, it's good. It's good to learn that you've got that stamina. Kind of surprise ourselves once in a while. Um, is there anything about you that people don't tell us something about you that people don't know, or anything weird, quirky? Um, like the the base thing that got me through prep, I, I'd say, like I said, the sugar free Jello um, and Christmas music was was my two biggest things. Like if I got Christmas. Yeah, if I had like a real, real bad call or something at work and, you know, customer stressed me out or something like that, I'd go back to the van. I had my stash of, uh, you know, I had probably like 10 packs of uh, sugar-free Jello at any given time, break <laughs> one of those out, and I'd just slowly eat that and listen to some Christmas music and bring me back down, bring me back level, and I could, you know, keep going with my day. I'm I'm picturing you now sitting in your work truck with a grumpy face on and a, and a, and a Jello snack pack with Christmas music playing. It's just it's a fun picture. Um, so you're looking forward to Christmas? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you, if you, if I uh, spin the camera around, my whole uh, living room's all decorated already. So what's Santa gonna bring you this year? Um, you know what? Santa's gonna have a hard time because I have an Amazon addiction. So I buy <laughs> pretty much everything as soon as I want it. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I tallied it up. I think in October I had about forty-five Amazon packages. So. So what was your what were some of your biggest uh, prep purchases? You know, anything? Um, oh, I I was all over the place with it. Like first off, the house. So I bought like a ton of stuff there. I bought right, like right. Um, a new fridge so I could put all my uh, meal prep in it and everything. Um, air fryer was like the biggest game changer. But those are um, awesome. Oh, it was unreal. Um, I bought uh, every sushi gadget you could imagine, all the sushi knives, all the sushi rollers, everything there. Um, pretty much you name it, I, I probably bought it off Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's Amazon Prime, man. You look at it, and that's just such a dangerous thing. And, and now the buy now button, like you don't even have to think about it. You just buy now, it shows up tomorrow. It's, it's, oh. it's, I'm trying to think. I've bought so much stuff. Like I order some of my uh, supplements and vitamins through, through it as well, but... 
Um, I'm, I'm starting to buy stuff now and I'm only in pre-prep, but my brain is still in, like I'm about at about the six weeks out right now. Yeah. So I, I'm buying on like ring lamps and, and as I said, another part this microphone and this camera. And anyway, it is what it is. It kind of gets you through. Um, is there anything odd about you, particularly as an individual, like sort of what, like what I'm getting at is, um, for instance, I only eat out of a plastic bowl. I won't eat out of anything else. Anything like that about yourself? Um, Tell us something weird that the people don't know about you. you know, uh, lick, your, lick your elbow? I don't know. Probably, uh, like, my gym music is kind of all over the place. Like, I'll be, you know, um, deadlifting, and I'll, like, have, like, Selena Gomez on or Taylor Swift or something like that. Like, I can't do, like, the screaming or, like, anything, like, yeah. constantly. I need, I need, like, a change-up. So, like, uh, you might see me in the gym and I'm, like, you know, going for, like, my max reps and, you know, it's uh, Love You Like a Love Song Baby playing or something like that. All right. Um, you know what? I'll join your team because uh, you're familiar with the song Fight Song. This is my fight song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. if I got five minutes of cardio left and I'm having a hard time, man, that's my tune. That's my jam. That'll get me through. And I'll come to the point of listening to it and the, and the tears are about to come because I'm just so pumped up. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the screaming, I, I can't do it. But I can't imagine you deadlifting for max reps on, on Selena Gomez. That's uh... <laughs> it's, it's whatever gets it done that day. <laughs> You're absolutely right, man. We're, you know what? Um, in reality, people look at us from the outside as bodybuilders and, 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 and kind of judge what they think we would be like. But in reality... You're an artist. I mean, Jay Cutler said it, talks about it. Ron and Coleman talked about it. Um, Arnold talked about it. And so, therefore, it's really not surprising for your musical taste to be that eclectic. Mm -hmm. You know, everything from metal and whatnot. So, um, is there anything that you would tell someone who is contemplating competing? Like, um, would you tell them weigh options, go for it? You know, what kind of, you know, if someone came to say, Brandon, you know, I think about competing. What, what, tell me what to do. What should I do? Uh, yeah, you know, I'd say like, are you, are you looking to compete or are you looking to win? And it's the answer is going to change completely depending on, you know, what your answer is. If you're looking just to compete, just to see if you can do it, absolutely go for it. You know, like throw everything you got at it. If you're looking to win, I'd say, you know, bide your time, wait, put on the size, put in the hours and, you know, wait until, you know, you're never going to feel ready but you're going to know when it's, when it's your time and, uh, you know, go for it then. And it's good advice, man. You know what? There's a whole kind of different mindset there, whether you're looking to compete and looking to win now, looking to compete and not be embarrassed. That's kind of where I'm at. And then looking to win, like that's where you should be. Um, no, absolutely sound advice. Um, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. You're, you're fascinatingly interesting and there's lots of parts of your life and training that we haven't gotten into. Uh, but we've had you for over an hour now and I know Sam is coming over. So, that's way more exciting than this. And yeah. it's almost time for me to eat. So I've uh, got to take care of that. Thanks for helping me get to my next meal. I've been counting down the minutes to it. So I get it in, in 15 minutes. Um, any parting words? Anything you'd like people to know? Um, no, that's that's about it. I think we covered just about everything there. Yeah, you know, um, you're, you're one of the local Ontario uh, social media sweethearts that everyone loves to follow. Um, aside from that Ontario Muscle account, uh, you're probably, you know, you're way up there. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come on uh, and telling everyone your story, especially from a first-time competitor perspective and a young guy who's doing it. And, and you know, you're doing life and you're buying houses and you're working your job and, and prepping and competing at the same time. So it's really inspirational for, for me personally. 
Um, you know, I've got a personal investment in, I look at your physique and think, you know, I think I, that's kind of where I'm, I'm at. Um, I'll probably settle down around 200 and we'll see what happens. So thanks for the inspiration you give me. I really appreciate it, man. And for the conversations we've had and, and for your time tonight, it's been really great having you. And we'll hopefully, uh, as you get into off season later on in life, maybe you'll come on again. Oh, absolutely. No, it was my pleasure. Anytime that you have me. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk again real soon. All right. We'll see you. Your source for all that is fitness. Ontario Muscle. Subscribe.